Hello and welcome. Welcome to Diverse Conversations. This is Ashka Patel. Thank you very much for joining me today as we start uh, a new series on our podcast, which is the Sustainability in Healthcare series. It gives me immense pleasure to launch the series today uh, because here we'll be discussing and speaking with innovators uh, in the Canadian landscape who are truly um, you know, working towards creating a greener future for all of us by creating solutions within healthcare and in pharmacy in particular um, to help us become much more sustainable, much more, more greener in terms of the supplies and the solutions we use, but also helping us understand you know, why sustainability is so important just from a healthcare perspective. Um, sustainability has its cost, not just in the amount of waste we produce, or the emissions we produce, but it also has an impact on our overall health outcomes. Um, and if anything, if we do not work towards a greener climate um, or greener earth, um, we are putting our lives and our health at risk um, by you know, being much more exposed and prone to chronic conditions. So with that in mind, I'm really excited to launch this five-part series where we'll be speaking with some industry leaders and healthcare professionals who are leading the way in helping us become more greener through the solutions that they've designed, through the ideas and the work that they're leading in their individual spaces um, to make sure that there's enough conversation happening, there's advocacy happening, and there's innovation happening um, to lead us to a greener future. So stay tuned. I'm really excited to launch the series. The first episode will be launched on June the 9th, featuring none other than Sandrine Melanti. Before we move forward, I just want to also acknowledge Ecolo Farm for being our sponsor for the series uh, where we'll be speaking about sustainability in healthcare and in pharmacy. Ecolo Farm is a leader in sustainable development. Ecolo Farm was the first company to offer pharmacies eco-friendly packaging products for dispensing medications. Their expertise consists in designing and manufacturing the most innovative, sustainable, and eco-friendly packaging solutions in order to help pharmacies reduce their environmental impact. So make sure Ecolo Farm has always stood for innovative packaging for a greener future. And we could not be uh, asked for a better partner for this series um, as Ecolo Farm truly walks a talk um, and has been a pioneer in the space of creating green pharmacy solutions. It gives us an immense pleasure to be able to partner with Ecolo Farm to provide, to bring forward the series to you. And I hope you enjoy the series and learn from it and hopefully implement some of the solutions we discuss here um, as it will truly help our planet, um, especially curb climate change and make sure that we're able to grieve, um, you know, leave a greener planet for our future generations. With that in mind, I cannot wait to have um, dive deeper with Sandrine in terms of why sustainability, why pharmacy solutions, and how did the two come together? Stay tuned. Well, thank you very much for joining me back. And now we have Sandrine joining us. Sandrine, welcome to Diverse Conversations. And first of all, let me tell you what an honor it is to have you on this podcast. Because, um, you know, I really see you as somebody who has been an innovator and a leader, especially within the sustainability space um, in the Canadian landscape. Uh, but as we get to know more about you, I won't be surprised that you're leading this movement more on a global level as well. But before we jump into that, I just want to say welcome. Thank you so much for making this time to have this conversation with us. We are excited to have this conversation with you today. And thank you very much, Aska. It's really a pleasure to be here today. Thank you. So before we get started, it would be great if you could um, you know, share a little bit about your journey with us and you know, what led you to create Ecolo Farm and how did it come into existence? 
Yeah, well, a uh, very quick story point. Um, I wasn't looking to be an entrepreneur or something like that. I was hoping to be able to teach uh, mm-hmm. at a university level. I was a passionate uh, student in uh, political science. So you see that it was not at all what I'm doing right now. But well, politics brings us everywhere. So that's <laughs> that's what happened to me. Uh, I started to uh, help in a family business that was doing um, plastic injection molding pieces. Uh, in uh, They were subcontractors. They were doing custom molding for any any people that needed to have a plastic pieces uh, molded. And there was those customers we were working for that were asking us to mold vials. Hmm. Uh, So plastic vials for prescription medication. Uh, We were doing the good old push and turn vial with a polystyrene base, a cap made of polyethylene and a liner in it. We were also doing um, arrow vial. You need to align mm-hmm. the arrows. And then again, a polyethylene uh, cap, a polystyrene vial. And all of those pieces were manufactured on different production line using electricity, water, put everything in bags and boxes, storage, take it back from storage, capping everything together, put this back in another bag, in another box to go (laughs) and be shipped to the pharmacies. And I was looking at that saying, that doesn't make sense. It's not optimized. It's there was a lot of waste in every step in mm-hmm. in our own plan. I wasn't even looking at what was happening in pharmacies. I was just looking at what we had and say, that doesn't make sense. So I started to ask questions mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm kind of raising a flag here. Sustainability starts by asking questions. Why are we doing things that way? And the answers that I was receiving was just, it it was a mess. I received the, I received information that, oh, well, we're doing this because our references from 1974 (laughs) says us that that's what pharmacists needs. Right. Okay. I'm sorry. In 2000 and something, a reference from 1974 doesn't make sense anymore. And I was just really shocked to see that no one in Mm -hmm. more than 40 years have thought of rethink the whole process and rethink about those products that were used by thousands and thousands of pharmacies across the country. And that's that's where the idea came and in 2009 i uh i designed products i've patented some ideals some new a complete new uh, line of product mm-hmm. that were eco design to be able to reduce the whole carbon footprint of the product and also just 
uh, answer better the need of the pharmacies of the year 2008 something, not <laughs> 1974, where I wasn't even born. So, right. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's, that's the thinking behind yes. it. That's amazing. And I mean, I, I, you know, I have to commend you because uh, to even ask those questions or, or, you know, to kind of be the first one to be like, why are we still looking at references from 1974? Um, and why hasn't there been more done since then? Right? Like, why, why are we not evolving in this space? And, you know, that brings me to my next question. It's it, like, and obviously, you have this passion for sustainability, but what is your motivation behind going green and, you know, creating these um sustainable pharmacy solutions, um, what is your driving force, if I may ask? Well, the, the point is, uh, we all know that there's a lot of work to do on single-use packaging. Yes, Packaging is a real issue. If it's not in a recyclable material, it gets in landfill. Even if it's recyclable, unfortunately, it gets in landfill. So there's a lot of issue through uh, that that matter of yes. single-use packaging. And we're talking about a lot about food, the, the food industry, mm -hmm. the restaurants, the and yeah, they're generating a lot of waste. But the second industry domain that generates the most waste is pharmacies. Yes. Um, there's a lot of different kind of ways in cosmetics. There's there's a lot of waste in the mm -hmm. cosmetic departments. There's a lot of waste in um, everything that is a, a wellness with mm -hmm. vitamins and stuff like that. So also the shampoo bottles and everything that a pharmacy procures. And right. unfortunately, it's it's the it it's the the core of their business but the other side of it is the lab mm -hmm. the med uh even if we are looking to put on on the shelf better shampoo bottles or a better cosmetic product behind the counter there's a lot a lot that we don't see there's mm -hmm. a lot of waste generated and there's also that that a little more uh, uh there's a lot more standard to 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 meet there's the the most important thing is to protect the medication and right. that's that's the role also of a pharmacist mm -hmm. to be sure to be able to serve properly the medication that is needed so that was kind of a, a challenge a little more interesting to me to say <laughs> there's no one looking at that because it's too hard. Yes. And that's, well, that's, that's not enough to stop me. <laughs> <laughs> it's really, I cannot believe that no one is acting on this. Mm -hmm. There's renewal of your script every 30 or 90 days. We need to find more sustainable solution in that side of the pharmacy business. That, that's what's driving me is to be sure that that issue of the single use packaging, mm -hmm. we're not just looking at the front of the store where there's easy solution, but we think a little bit more on the whole 
the whole story of medication packaging. I agree. I agree. And, and you know, thank you for shedding that light because I uh, this is often a statistic we don't talk about enough, right? In in terms of, you know, what is our carbon footprint as a profession? You know, what is uh what are what is our waste? Uh, what is the waste that we generate as an industry or as a profession or you know healthcare in general? I feel like we we get away with it under the disguise of patient safety by saying you know we need to generate this waste because it's patient safety at the end of the day, but as you rightly ask those questions is, is this really necessary for this waste to be produced? And, you know, why are we not doing more? Why are we not focusing on this more? Um, and, and, and I think I, I would really like to kind of see, you know, you have spoken about this um, a little earlier where you said about patenting your, you know, the designs and the technology. Mm-hmm. I would love to see if you could talk a little bit more about that in, in terms of, you know, how is Ecolo Farm addressing the challenges, um, especially with climate change, you know, becoming such a big concern now and we know climate change impacts, you know, our lives as well, like our overall health in, in terms of, you know, the, the health conditions we have, our chronic conditions that we have. Um, I would love to hear kind of, you know, how are you bringing about that change through your products? And, and if you could talk a little bit more about that, please. Yes, of course. So what we've decided to do, it's not just to put on the market another product that will be labeled as recycled and say, okay, we've done what we have to do. We've we've changed the material and now it's a recycled product because before that, remember uh, 13 years ago when we've launched our first generation of vials, we were the first one to to put a product in polypropylene on the market Mm -hmm. and it made it officially for the first time a recyclable product wow because before that it was polystyrene polyethylene with liners so nothing was even recyclable and we're talking about 2010 so it's it's kind of kind of a little bit of a shock to see Mm -hmm no one even made the effort to change the material to a recyclable material before we did. In 2010, when we've launched our first generation of vial, Mm -hmm. about six months later, the whole Canadian industry changed their material. Wow. (laughs) Because, because it kind of, they, they kind of just realized I'm not going to swear. I'm sorry, but I'm, it's really close. (laughs) It, they just realized why haven't we done that little effort? Just, just that. So that's, that's one of the, the thing I'm, I'm the proudest is really to realize that in six months we've made, we've pushed a big change in the whole industry. And at least everyone is now using material that are recyclable. But what we're doing is a lot more. Mm -hmm. The the point of Ecolofarm, the business that we've built is to rethink of every step of the industrial process from where the material is coming from, how is it transformed? What is the toxicity of that material? not for us, not for the patient, for the ones that are transforming it. it the, the first steps of transforming the, the plastic, there's a lot of level of toxicity depending mm-hmm. on the plastic. Yes. 
And there's people that could get sick if you're asking for them to, to produce and to, to, to chemically transform that, that material. Right. So we have to be aware of our impact on mm. every level of our industrial process and being able to reduce that impact, measure it and reduce it. And after that, having the best product is a, the the second, well, almost the end of our concern. Right. Look and to attach everything together and to say, we have a, a better way of producing a product, but how could we make that product also better for the ones that are mm. using that product at the end at the end of the chain? And what we bring is more efficiency for pharmacists because we've just again asked, do you really need that? Do you really yes. need so many SKUs, so many pieces? So and Every time we're taking something out of the market, mm -hmm. we're using less resource, we're using less electricity, and there's less. Every time a pharmacist is losing time, mm. it's energy. Yes. It's, it's someone that's working to do something that has no value and costs energy. And energy, at one point... Yep. It's gas emissions. Wow. So it's that thinking that we've put in place to be able to say, what, what is our action on climate change? It's to be sure that every step of the way, we're reducing the mm -hmm. impact and measuring it. That's really important. You need to measure to be sure of yes. what you're saying. I agree 100%. And, you know, I can relate to it as a healthcare provider myself in terms of, you know, we can only be certain about our impact when we measure it. Like, you know, just like we help our patients, you know, bring down their blood pressure, bring down their blood sugars, whatever it is. It's the same goes to this concept where, you know, we are trying to understand. And thank you so much for shedding so much light on this because, you know, I, I as a healthcare provider, to be honest, like I did not understand sustainability until I took a personal interest in terms mm -hmm. of trying to understand, you know, how can I even start thinking of going green as a healthcare provider? And like, you know, what is it that I can contribute? And I would not call myself an expert. And that's why I have you because I see you as an expert in this space. And um, I think what you have just shared there's so much to kind of take away from it because one of the things we need to, you know, start thinking of as a profession is, you know, what is our um, use it cycle in, in terms of, you know, where does a product start to where it lands and, you know, what are the touch points where we are, you know, creating more waste than we are actually, um, you know, trying to curb that waste. Are we even making any efforts to curb that? Um, and, you know, one thing, as you were mentioning about all this, one thing that kind of flagged in my mind is, you know, central fills um, and, um, I don't know if uh, you have had experience with them, but I have had experience with them. And it's unfortunate because each individual medication now comes in a plastic bag, individually wrapped. And I'm just like, why? Um, so imagine trying to pick up prescriptions for my parents who take a few medications. It would be like at least four or five different bags, medication individually bagged in individual plastic bags. And I'm I'm just like, why Why are we doing this? Is this necessary? It, can there be better systems? Can there be better processes in place to help this? Um, and I think what you have achieved with the Colo Farm, you, you are really making a dent in this. And I think what I would 
love to um, hear more about is, you know, um, if you're able to kind of, you know, summarize your impact, because I know you're measuring it in, in terms of what you were able to achieve. So I'd really love to kind of hear what were you able to achieve. And, and I think that would really serve as a motivation to a lot of people listening to us. Well, I have those numbers in front of me because I don't know them by heart. <laughs> That's okay. But yeah, we're like I said, we're measuring everything, and I'm I'm gonna give just a a, a very large picture mm. of if I'm telling you that we're molding our products, right? We're molding a vial, a cap and the snap cap, a non-secure version of mm -hmm. the vial, mm -hmm. all in once. It's wow. only one piece. It's a, a multifunctional product. It's molded in one piece. Wow. So just, just to see if you have one line of production molding a vial, another one molding a cap, another one molding a non-secure cap, and you're having after that some steps to assemble everything, Imagine if you could do this in one step. Yes. So energy consumption, water consumption, cardboard, everything is reduced from the gecko. It's wow. and that's that's the real solution when you're putting on the market a product that is sustainable. Mm -hmm. So we the impact that we had in 10 years of our product on the market, we've saved. 8.6 million of kilowatts in electricity. Wow. We've saved 2,600 and something tons of plastic. We've saved 1.7 million bags because we're not using any plastic bags anymore. Wow. When, when you're molding a, a product in one piece and you have... Uh, robots that you need to invest also in optimization in your process we're using a lot of robots so the robots is closing the vial directly in the machine there's no one touching your product so it's once it's closed it's clean it could go directly in a box you don't need a plastic bag to protect it or everything so you need to really think the whole process I, I i i have the the feeling that i'm always repeating myself it's it's that important is to be able to look at all of your steps mm. and so the impact also that we had we've safeguarded against uh, 9600 tons of co2 uh, 430 tons of cardboard and by switching from in our compliance packaging for example we're right. not using pvc pvc mm. in our understanding and it's scientifically scientifically proven it's a toxic material right. it's not recyclable so mm. that's that's an issue in the end of life but mm -hmm. in from the first step of transformation, it's toxic for the workers. It could give them cancer and everything. So we're refusing to work with those kind of material. And so by switching from PVC to uh, polypropylene, all of our products are made from polypropylene. Mm -hmm. We've safeguarded against 406, uh, 460 
tons of PVC. Wow. That no workers were exposed to the toxicity because we never asked for that product to be manufactured. Wow. <laughs> it's, a it's a lot of numbers. <laughs> it's a lot of numbers. And we have pharmacies from all across the country to thank for those numbers right. because we're achieving that impact because there's pharmacists that are engaged in having that impact and supporting our initiatives and using our product. As of today, I have to say thank you to more than 4,500 pharmacies across the country that are using our product. So there's there's a lot, a lot of pharmacies that have understood that they need to act. They need to, to, to find a better way of packaging their meds. And our solution is really easy to understand, easy to use, and easy to uh to um, to supply in pharmacies. That's incredible. Wow. Thank you for, you know, sharing those numbers. Uh, Cause I mean, you know, this is my first time kind of being exposed to, um, you know, how large of a scale uh, you have been able to make an impact on. Um, again, you know, this is not something we talk about enough um, or we don't even talk about it um, to kind of understand, you know, just how important it is to make these system changes and the system level thinking um, to even, you know, bring about these changes. And I'm sure like, you know, you've been a trooper trying to do this by yourself for the past decade, uh, trying to figure this out. Um, but I, you know, again, I commend all those pharmacies who are now thinking in this direction. And I hope more and more pharmacies will continue to join this movement that you're creating um, so that, you know, we're able to create this greener future for the future generations, especially, uh, but also playing our part in making sure that we are not becoming the ones responsible for creating a lot of waste, um, unnecessary waste, especially as well. Um, and that leads me to, you know, you did highlight a few points as you were talking about um, some of these measure measurement, uh, you know, outcome measures that you were, um, you currently measure, you know, how, uh, what are some differences that, you know, one can um, kind of expect, let's say, between an Ecoloform product compared to other regular products, which may not have that sustainably lens to it. Um, and I think this is more like this would really help a lot of these um, owners and pharmacy professionals understand, you know, what makes products more sustainable um, and, you know, um, how are they considered to be more greener? It's uh, it on our vials. It's really easy to 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 see it, to understand mm. it when I'm saying that instead of using three production line and different boxes and plastic bag we're using one production line that is doing one one complete product that mm -hmm. vial and the cap attached together you could change it in an unsecure if you want so there's a lot lost a lot less uh, skew numbers to 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 work with so it takes less space in your inventory it's easier to manage you're going to save time in um, in your workflow. Uh, so with the vials, usually it's really easy to, to understand. Mm. You see a box coming in with one product and you don't have to order any caps or anything. Ah. With the compliance packaging, it's a little harder to, to see because mm. our compliance packaging in, in the very... Um, 
basic way of comparing with the others. Um, we're using more, if you're looking at a, the product only, we're using more plastic. So mm. most of the time we have people saying, well, your, your weight is 30 gram and the others are 19 grams. So it's mm. better to use the others. And we're saying, well, the others are done with PVC. So all of what I'm, I've talked about toxicity, right. of course, doesn't have toxicity for you because it's stabilized as a product at the end, but it had an impact on someone else somewhere. So mm-hmm. there's, there's that. But after, after that, it's again, we're not using plastic bags. Uh, you're, you're receiving a product that is manufactured in a zero waste uh, facility. Right. So all of this, at, again, we're saying it's not just by looking the product that you could understand how the impact is. It's really in asking yourself, how is it made? Mm. Um, it's like, you know, plastic, it, it, there's a lot of vari- variety of plastic. Yes. There's a lot of grade of plastics. Plastics are not equal all the time. And there's plastic that could come from everywhere across, mm. the, across the world. So if you're looking at a plastic product and saying, oh, well, it's, uh, it looks like a good plastic that could mm-hmm. be recycled. Yeah, but where is it from? Right. When we're talking about local uh, purchasing, it helps the environment. Mm-hmm. It gets also to manufacturers as us to, to look at how could we encourage the local industry and be sure that it's manufactured, it's transformed in local uh, facilities. Mm -hmm. We are manufacturing everything. We're not getting our product from anywhere else. We're manufacturing directly in Canada. We have our own facility running 24 hours a day. So you have the guarantee that it's coming from a, a local facility right. and our own suppliers are also local suppliers mm. we're a b corp company it's yes. not just environmental factors that we're looking we're looking at our impact on the society the community our own workers the workers in our suppliers facility and everything in the very holistic mm-hmm. uh, matter and that's what makes a difference. And it's hard to understand it when you're just looking at the product. Yes. It's a lot more than that. Exactly, exactly. And thank you for shedding that light, especially on the fact that, you know, you're a B Corp company. Um, and if I remember it correctly, you had also like, you know, um, in your introduction, we also mentioned that you are your company is one of the only manufacturers in this field to hold yeah. this B Corp status in the entire world. Like that in itself is a huge yeah. um, you recognition in terms of, you know, how you are, um, you know, your, what your processes are like, what are you thinking about? Can you shed a little bit more light on that in terms of, you know, how did you go about achieving that status? Because I'm sure it was no small feat. It wasn't, but at one point it, it was, 
Uh, it was not easy. I cannot say that it was easy. And it's still not easy because we're audited every three years and we need to show uh, that we are still improving. Mm. So it's it's hard. Um, but B Corp is for benefit corporations. So okay. B Corp have set standard uh, of industries all across the world. Mm -hmm. And they're asking for benefit corporation to be able to prove that they have put in place practices that are benefit. So mm -hmm. it's just, you need to be the best of breed. You need to look at your governance, at your employee status, uh, your customers, your suppliers, your environmental footprint, uh, your social impact, everything as a whole, it's, it's responsibility. It's yes. social responsibility. So you need to look at every uh, every one of those box and show that you are not just engaged in reducing your impact, mm. your, your, uh, yeah, reducing what's negative. Mm -hmm. You need to prove that you're able to have a positive impact. Got it. So yeah, it's hard. That's hard. <laughs> it is. But for a company that was created with mm. that mission it it made sense right there's a lot of things it we've took almost 10 years mm. between the beginning of the company and the b corp certification we took 10 years to put in place our process to measure it and to mm. be able to show that we have a positive impact it's not just reducing the negative it's creating the positive. That's so incredible. This is the mission that we've we've put in place 13 years ago, and we're kind of building more on this. And you continue to live those values and the mission with which you envision you started this company. And and you know that Thank is you. incredible. It's no small feat. Let me just you know first of all congratulations. <laughs> um, I think it's a true Canadian proud moment right now. Um, to you know see what you have accomplished and you know just how much you have not only taken sustainability, but also just, you know, generating um, that whole uh, environment of, you know, creating that community um, with your operations and all of that. And I think that speaks volumes to you as a leader and as a businesswoman. Um, and, you know, you are an inspiration certainly to me in terms of, um, you know, how to be a good entrepreneur. <laughs> um, but I'm still sure, having like fun still having fun that's still, so that's, important <laughs> i agree i agree 100 percent. if you're not having fun with the work you're engaged in what what's the fun in doing that work right exactly <laughs> Uh, but I'm sure like just like every entrepreneur, um, you know, every business, we always think about the bottom lines. And for you to create this company on such high standards, obviously, is never, never an easy feat when you're trying to just like, you know, grow this enterprise altogether. Uh, but oftentimes, and this is conversation that I also hear with a lot of my colleagues and a lot of my friends and healthcare providers in general, or even just anyone um, who is like, you know, thinking of sustainability, we always 
think that sustainability is expensive. We always think that there is more cost associated with, you know, thinking sustainable alternatives or, um, you know, implementing them into our business or whatever, uh, or especially in pharmacies, like, you know, we know margins are dwindling down because of a lot of funding cuts and all of that that's happening. Um, you know, how, what are some cost differences, I guess, just to give a realistic picture, because I think oftentimes we get misguided by this notion that sustainability yeah. is expensive, but I have a feeling it may not be. So let's talk about that and, and kind of hear it <laughs> from the pro. <laughs> I'm always saying that if sustainability initiatives are costing you more, it's because you're not doing it properly. Mm. Uh, reality for our products, if we're just looking at our vials, our mm -hmm. vials are costing exactly the same as the competition wow. and it doesn't count the fact that we're increasing your efficiency your workflow is more uh, efficient and you're gonna save a little more but just looking at pricing it's the same as the competition because when I'm telling you that we're using 35% less plastic, 55% mm -hmm. uh, less electricity, 40% less cardboard, it shows on the price. Yes. It shows if we were able to save waste at our level, it shows on your pricing. So if someone is just looking at a product and mm -hmm. saying, okay, my product is not recyclable. I'm going to change the material for something else mm -hmm. that is costing me more. And you're not looking at reducing the amount you're using. You're just doing a change to have something easier to recycle or whatever. Of course, it's going to cost more, mm. but it's not sustainable. It's just putting a plaster on, on an issue that you haven't thought through your whole process. That's right. Um, after that, if you're looking at our compliance packaging, our compliance packaging is costing more mm -hmm. than the competition. But if you're looking again at the efficiency of our product, if I'm telling you in in the in the automation system, our compliance packaging is uh, it's generating ten to fifteen times less jumpers from sales to sales. Um, it it's gonna save you time. It's gonna save you the work of someone switching yes. those pills back to where they belong. Mm -hmm. So yes, our products are a little more expensive at at the at the first step when you're mm -hmm. purchasing them but the whole gain that you're going to have in your ecosystem by using our product yes and also the statement that you're showing to your customers the loyalty of the customers that you're going to get from mm -hmm advertising the fact that you're using a more sustainable product exactly. and the engagement of your team behind the change. The mindset of customers have changed in the past six to seven years. Yes. And they're asking corporation to make those changes. Yes. If pharmacies are not doing those changes, they're going to lose staff and customers in the long term mm -hmm. to 
because someone else is going to do it. Someone else is going to have a big marketing communication mm -hmm. saying we are sustainable yes. and you're going to see a switch of your customers because it's again, it's corporate responsibility. You need to be able to make that change at one point. So yeah, at when you're purchasing the product, it might cost a little more, but it's a better product in your workflow. So you're going to mm. save time, you're going to save money, and you're clearly going to save your staff and your customers. You're going to engage them behind you. Exactly, exactly. And, and you know, I, I'll just wrap this up, but I think it's incredible when you shared that, you know, your Ecolo Wiles are exactly the same price as a competitor, yeah. which is not a sustainable alternative or, you know, sustainable to the point that you have created the Ecolo Wiles to be at. Um, that itself is an incredible statistic to kind of think about for a moment and be like, okay, sustainability is not expensive. Um, and, you know, just the way you, you kind of um, mentioned about the compliance packaging, um, obviously time's so important. Like we know there's a shortage of staff. We know there's, um, you know, we don't have enough people on the floors to help us as we used to in the past. And, you know, what is it that can save us time and human resources is making sure we use quality equipment and um, dispensing solutions so that we don't have to necessarily have so many hands working on that one process where we could be utilizing the minimal staff that we have in other operations as well. Um, and as you rightly mentioned, I think the most important benefit that I can get out of this and as a consumer um, of healthcare especially would be, you know, you are a business engaging in sustainable solutions. You're being responsible as a business and I appreciate that. And more than that, you are purchasing solutions which are not creating any toxic health effects to the workers who created these products in the first place, right? Yeah. Like that is so important. Like we don't think about that part in, in terms of, you know, how are we consuming things and, you know, what impact does it have on people who are producing those things for us to consume? Yeah. Um, but today you have shed that light and now I can never go back to not thinking otherwise. <laughs> so. It it's it's also part of the role we're aligned with the role of a pharmacist yes. we need to be sure that people are in good health yes we're not looking for them to be sicker and sicker mm -hmm. so we could prescribe more medication that that doesn't make sense with the mission of a pharmacist mm. and that's what we also want to be sure at at our level is not to create another problem behind it. And pollution is also one of, of a big problem on the health system. Yes. So we need, as, as healthcare provider, like pharmacists, we need to, to really see our whole impact and looking at reducing our carbon footprint, reducing the level of pollution, Yes, is helping the health of the people, and that's that's the mission of a pharmacist. So exactly, exactly, but it's, it's attached. Agreed, agreed. I think it's a very synergistic relationship in in terms of where we are all working towards that same goal, which is to help our patients live better quality lives. Um, and it's you know uh, I think it's great that we are able to find the synergy in terms of 
you know, you being a manufacturer and, a, and an innovator in the space where you are creating these solutions for us so that we are able to support our patients um, in direct and indirect ways, right, in leading healthier lives. So thank you so much for that. Um, and I think my next question to you, I guess, because you are, uh, you know, you're doing such incredible work with the Cola Farm. Can you tell us a um, little bit more in terms of, you know, how are you leading the charge? I, like, you know, I see you as that lone innovator in the space, and it would be great to kind of see how are you motivating others to kind of take on this and, and, and you know, other sustainability initiatives or any community involvement activities that you do? It's, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, that's the little part of uh, my goal of being a teacher that is coming yes. back every time I have a chance to educate. Mm. Uh, I need to to I I want people to understand what is a good initiative in sustainability. Right. How to think differently, and this is what I'm committed to do uh, when I'm. I'm I'm on the uh, on the board of uh, uh, foundation and a mm -hmm. nonprofit organization that wants to act in their community with wow. small initiatives. Mm -hmm. uh, the Council for uh, Sustainable Industry, for an example, is a big um, organization that is doing advocacy at the government level. Uh, I'm the vice president of that organization to be able to talk with the the politics uh, side of what where are our barriers to to be able to change the way business is done uh, in the pharmacy business and this is something that I'm doing to to be able to just change the standard mm. find another way of of um, uh, doing things and not satisfy yourself with 1974 references. Yes. <laughs> if I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell you, uh, Health Canada is not allowing us to use recycled material inside vials or, or compliance packaging, because wow. many, many, many years before there were no possibility for recyclers to uh, recertify an FDA recycled plastic. Mm -hmm. So Health Canada have kind of done a melting pot of material and say, since we have to be FDA approved, mm. we cannot use recycled material. Today, technology has evolved and a lot of recycled material could be recertified FDA. Mm. So we need to change that because we're stuck with barriers that doesn't allow us to, to improve as much as we could yeah. our impact and our carbon footprint because there's an old perception that recycled material are not FDA. Mm -hmm. it's not it's not through anymore so we need to I need to advocate on this I need to be on as many uh stage yes <laughs> to, to be able to to talk about this and what I want to 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 have as mm -hmm. uh as a person like the impact that I want to have is to be sure that 
corporation companies understand how it's not easy, but almost how easy it is to be curious yes. and and question yourself properly mm. and start a change. I agree. This is why I'm involved in a lot of uh, community uh, business uh, uh, commerce, uh, yeah, business industrial uh, program to to educate and to make people more aware of where to start. That's because so because that we need to start. We need. Agreed. Agreed. We definitely need to. And I'm so glad that you are leading the charge in terms of even helping people understand where to start. Because, um, you know, as I mentioned to you, um, I do not know any like, you know, I do not know much about sustainability. I'm just in like the beginner phase of it where I'm learning about it. Um, but it would be great to and I'm, I'm really hoping that this conversation today will incite so many of those dialogues. And, you know, I, I really do hope that a lot of people will reach out to you. Um, to tap into that expertise that you have, uh, because really what you're, uh, what you have created through Ecolo Farm is incredible. And I'm, I can only see you doing more and more uh, growing in terms of the product solutions that you have available in the near future. Speaking of which, um, I would love to kind of hear, you know, what can we expect next from Ecolo Farm and like, you know, any pipeline launches or anything that we can anticipate in terms of new products? That'd be great. <laughs> Yes, there is. Uh, we've launched uh, products almost every three years for wow. the past 13 years. Uh, we're about to have uh, something new. I'm not going to be able to share. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it's, it's uh, we're, we're looking at every kind of packaging solution that mm. pharmacies are using. Uh, every, I'm always saying to my, to my teams, if we're not able to do something better than the others, we're not going to do it. Right. We don't want to copy something and make it look green. If mm -hmm. it's not, we yes. need to have a big coherence with our values. Mm -hmm. So it takes time. Yes. We're eco-designing everything and we have two new lines of products that we're working oh. on right now uh, for uh, the packaging a, a kind of packaging where we're not uh, there yet uh, in pharmacies so we're going to be there in less than a year Oh, wow. Well, we'll definitely make sure that, um, you know, our listeners have your website address so they can keep an eye out um, <laughs> on that. And if they're able to subscribe um, to any um, on your in terms of recent developments, I'm sure they'll be able to catch it on there. And obviously following you on LinkedIn would also be another way to make sure that we um, yeah, keep sure. an eye out <laughs> for exactly. those in exactly. the pipeline. Um, Sandrine, this has been great conversation, but before I let you go, I do want to ask you just two wrap up questions, kind of to wrap up our conversation and, and really kind of also understand, you know, how do you envision as a leader in sustainable pharmacy health and healthcare solutions? Like, you know, how do you envision the future uh, of healthcare industry and the pharmacy industry from a sustainability lens, especially like, you know, where do you see that future going and how do you see us achieving that? Well, I hope that pharmacies will continue to, to adopt uh, better better 
sustainable products mm -hmm. in every part of their business before leg legislation and government impose decisions. Uh, and this is really what we're, we're hoping that companies, corporation and pharmacies are gonna get things done and moving mm -hmm. on their own path mm -hmm. and not waiting to be forced by the government right. um, because this this allows you to really like I said before engage your customers and your staff behind it mm -hmm. and be at at the front of the wave not being pushed I, I I feel like pharmacists are already enough pushed by a lot yes. of political changes yes. and regulation sustainability need to be something that you do from from your heart heart you believe in it you understand that it's important to do it mm. it's not something that that you won't be pushed through your throat absolutely so, that's what I'm hoping to see. And to be honest, I, I see it on the market. So yes. good, good thing. Um, what I'm hoping also is um, just maybe uh, if big pharmaceutical companies mm -hmm. uh, that are already uh, generating a lot of waste if they could on their side also ask themselves what how could they support pharmacies mm. in reducing their carbon footprint they're not there yet yep. and <laughs> there's kind of a, that disconnect or at, at one point pharmacist wants to do a big difference yes but it's so much the end of the line it's limited and we need big pharmaceutical companies to to sit down with companies like Ecolofarm and say, you know what, you're right. Circularity is something that we need to do all together because mm -hmm. we're all generating waste. We're all transforming plastic at one point. We need to do something in in a more color collaborative yes. uh, way um so that's that's what i i'm hoping to see within the next few years because that would make a great change for pharmacies if they're not if if, if we could work on that disconnect between mm -hmm. pharmaceutical pharmacies and packaging suppliers like us Absolutely, absolutely, and and you know what you are you're so right on that because uh, also like I feel like that collaboration between all these industries uh, would be critical in also pushing for that change which you advocate for so strongly through your various um, you know participations on community in various associations and boards is like you know the regulatory standards that need to be changed um, so that we, they're more up to the times and the technology that we have today um, and that can only happen when there's enough push for that to happen on a more political level right um, exactly 
Thank you so much for sharing that. And I think last, my last question um, would be like, you know, for pharmacies who are looking to implement more sustainable alternatives, you know, what is an advice that you can give in, in terms of how can they get started? What is the first step that they need to take? And, you know, how can they work with Ecola Farm to, to begin this journey to sustainability? Well, how they could work with Ecola Farm is very simple. Uh, call us and right. we'll help you with that. We have sustainable uh, uh, material, uh, marketing mm -hmm. material to help them understand and, and train their staff and talk to their customers about it. Uh, we're, we're, we're having a very good onboarding program to be mm -hmm. sure that pharmacies are well support in that change. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's really easy. Uh, but what I would like to say to pharmacies, it's the cost and the risk of greenwashing, mm. it, it could really, really have a huge impact on reputation and the, the credibility of your initiatives. So please talk to talk to Ecola Farm. Be sure that you're not taking a solution, using a solution and pushing your responsibility on the end user. I'm always saying it's good to have a recyclable product, but you're pushing the responsibility on the end user to put it in the right recycle bin. If right. his municipality is recycling, maybe not. You're kind of pushing everything at the end of life. And mm -hmm. there's so much more we could do in our own four walls right. before doing that, before pushing it to, to the end user. So ask yourself, how you could be sure that when it's in your hand, you have already reduced the carbon footprint as much as possible and not just hoping for someone else yes. to do the right thing at the end of life. That's incredible. Thank you so much. What wise words to end uh, this important conversation. And, and Sandra, and I'd be, I'd love it if we can have you back at some point in the near future um, to kind of do a second take on this, right? Uh, because I feel like you have such expertise and immense amount of knowledge in this space, and rightly so, because that's the reason why you're such a recognized leader um, in, in terms of sustainable pharmacy solutions um, that you have been able to provide and create when nobody was even touching this area. Area. And you know, I can't thank you enough uh, for your leadership um, in terms of trying to get us here, um, because I know you have motivated so many um, professionals like myself to think about sustainability and be like, is what I'm doing really necessary? Um, <laughs> or are the products that I'm using, are they in line with the values of, of green and, and climate change and all of that? So Thank you for this conversation. I look forward to hosting you again in the near future um, and would love to continue this conversation and take it forward from there. <laughs> well, thank you very much, Aska. On the next episode, we could, should talk about plastic, bioplastic, and all of those crappy solutions. <laughs> it, it's, there's a lot more to say. <laughs>
Absolutely. <laughs> Would love to have you back on that. Um, and we can certainly uh, make sure that we we educate our, our, our frontline to make sure that they understand the differences between these materials as well. Um, exactly. But thank you, Sandrin, for your time. I really look forward to, um, you know, continuing this change that you're leading. And I look forward to seeing what Chicolo Farm has in store for us in the very near future. I'm very excited <laughs> for that launch and all the very best with that. And I'm certain it'll be a success just like all your other products. Thank you very much. Thanks to everyone that's listening. Thanks. Awesome. And with that, we'll be wrapping up this conversation, but be sure to follow Sandra's work on LinkedIn. All the links are in the description box below, along with the Colo Farm website. So make sure to keep an eye on that because Sandra has some really cool products that she has in the pipeline that we don't want to miss on. With that, we will say goodbye for today, but stay tuned for next Friday for our second episode on sustainability in healthcare. Take care. Thank you to Colo Farm for sponsoring the Sustainability in Healthcare and Pharmacy series. Without their generous support, the series would not be possible. Ecolo Farm is a leader in sustainable development and was the first company to offer pharmacies eco-friendly packaging products for dispensing medications. Their expertise consists in designing and manufacturing the most innovative, sustainable, and eco-friendly packaging solutions in order to help pharmacies reduce their environmental impact. Ecolo Farm and innovative packaging for a greener future. Be sure to check out more on about their products at www.ecolofarm.com. And thank you, Ecolofarm, for your support once again. Mm -hmm.